Do you want to experience the thrill of a Packers game at Lambeau Field? If so, be sure to get your game tickets from the longtime trusted source in Wisconsin, Ticket King. Visit their locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay or just go to their website, theticketking.com. Again, that's theticketking.com. And now, for fans of the 13-time NFL champion Green Bay Packers, this is Cheesehead TV Live. Cheetahs don't stretch and neither do we. I think you're an idiot. And I mean that with the most respect possible that I can give to an idiot. Packers Hall of Fame quarterback, Jacob. Jacob. It's not as fun to say as equanimous. That is a perfect example of a wrong opinion. Ring the bell. What up, Packer fans? It's Monday night. Monday night football. The Green Bay Packers taking on the 49ers in Lambeau Field. We're out here at the watershed drinking beers, looking at that beautiful view out the back window. This looks like Door County. I always say that, and I really believe it. I'm your host, Jeremy Vanderlinden. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeremyRVDL. And along with me is Thomas DeCaro, actually filling in for Jason, who's in Green Bay right now. He's at Lambeau Field. Thomas, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, man? Good. Hey, what's your, uh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Thomas DeCaro. Nice. T-H-O-M-A-S-D-E-C-A-R-O. All right. Go follow Thomas, and you can follow the show at CHTV Live. If you want to join in on the chat, you can jump over to the Cheesehead TV YouTube page. There's a chat going on there. There are Packer fans that want to talk about the Green Bay Packers with you. So head on over there. Thomas, let's talk about the inactives list. The Green Bay Packers have a couple guys inactive that make me a little uncomfortable. Uh, we'll go down the list. Tim Boyle's not one of them, but he's first. So I'm going to say that. Tim, Tim Boyle, Randall Cobb, Jair Alexander, Bashad Breland, Alex Light, Jason Spriggs, Geronimo Allison. Uh, no Cobb, no Allison. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think you got to give them time to heal and get better. Uh, for, right. With the bye coming up, there's no point in doing it. We've got young receivers, and we're going against a pretty weak defense. And last week, the, the rookies, I mean, they, they look good. Yeah, so EQ it's not, it's not especially. Like you, it's not like, like they need like need these guys to be playing right now. They, they look pretty good, and they're going against a San Francisco team that, well, well, they suck. So they don't <laughs> really need to worry too much about playing these rookies. I think it's good to let Cobb and let Allison sit, let them sit through the bye week. That's a good move. I think it's a smart, smart move, regardless of if they were ready to play. I think that's what you should do. But the things that bother me, the, the two guys on here that really bother me, Jair Alexander and Bashad Breland. I'd, I'd really like to see Breland play football for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, uh, with that, though, like you got to think, he hasn't played in nine months. He's practiced for three weeks, right. and he has a hamstring issue he's dealing with. Right. So it's going to be a minute till we get him and let him get healthy. But, yeah, I'm excited for him. He was, what, he was going to get a $24 million three-year contract? Right. Big, uh, he was going to get, I think it was like $8 million a year. He was going to get a big contract. Well, not big, a decent contract uh, with the Carolina Panthers and, and ends up having this weird – uh, thing happened with his foot, an infection in his foot. While on vacation in the Caribbean. Right. Stepped while on like a shell or something. Fails his physical. Infected. And then I thought, that's a guy who's going to sign a few weeks. You know, like after that happened, I thought he'll sign a few weeks from now. And then, and then he just sat forever and ever. He ends up in Green Bay. That's great. But, hell, I'd like to see him play football. I would like to see him on the field. So it hurts to not have Breland just because I'm ready to see that happen. And then uh, Jair Alexander dealing with his injury. That's the one that really scares me. I love Alexander. I love the way he plays. He's solid. He has that attitude. And the funniest thing, when he pushed uh, 
what's the name? The quarterback, and he ate it. <laughs> the, Remember yeah. in that game? And yeah, I, uh, Martinez got the flag in that play. Yeah, so I, I I agree. I like Jair. I like his swagger, and I really like to have him in the backfield, in the in the defensive backfield. It's nice to have him back there because he is a guy who will hunt down the ball, but he also just he just plays with this attitude, and I love to have him around. So it sucks to not have him. It's a, it's a bummer. Um, but, hey, you know what? Give them the bye week. They need those guys healthy because the Rams are coming up after the bye. They're going to need to be prepared because that's going to be a tough game. So, all right, let's say, let's say hi to some guys in the chat. we got some people out there. Dabbing Dad. Dabbing Dad. Dabbing Dad. Hell, yeah. yeah. I'm dabbing for you right now, That's Dad. great. Uh, Gary Beatty, Joker's Goon. Gary Beatty again. <laughs> <laughs> Dominique. Uh, I see Jersey L in the chat. Danielle Hively. I tried to say your name. I hope that was right. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Ted Johnson, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. All right. There's, there's plenty to talk about before this Packer game happens. There's plenty of, us, plenty, plenty of stuff for us to look at. Let's get into the offense. Offense. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Cobb. Touchdown. Unbelievable. All right, so we talked about this a little bit going over the uh, going over the injury list, but with those with with Cobb and Allison out today, what do you expect to see from from the rookies? What are you expecting to see from, from EQ MVS? Are we going to finally see Jamon Moore play some significant snaps on on offense? No, Jamon Moore will not get any significant snaps. Not yet. You not don't think yet. so? Obviously, no. it's a it's a practice issue they're having. They don't uh, they don't they don't. They, they don't trust him yet. No. Otherwise, I mean, he'd be on the field over the other guys. Yeah, and you've got – there's just not a room on him. You've got MVS and EQ who I think are going to eat up the majority of the time. I think they're going to run three wide receivers, bring out Graham, and then either Lewis or, or Kendrick's out there. Right. So I think offensively uh, we're going to see – we're going to see more of what we saw last week. Them using those rookies and them actually having uh, – having they had a heck of a day against Detroit, and I think it's nice that it looks like Green Bay can actually depend on those two guys, Equinemius, St. Brown, uh, Marquez Valdez, Scantling. I would like to see Scantling do a little more um, – uh, I'd like to see him take some punt returns, and we'll get, we can talk about that on special teams. But I, the guy's a weapon. He's got a lot of speed, and – I think teams are starting to kind of pick up on that, but I, but Aaron Rodgers seems to trust him. Yeah, and plus they keep giving him single high coverage where he's allowed to be one-on-one with the corner. He's beating the corner every single time. Last right. week it drew a flag. Yeah. So, I, I mean, with that going on, with MVS having the speed that he's got, if they're going to give you single high, send that dude deep. Because he's got he's like he's like Jeff Janis, but, like, he can actually play football. <laughs> he can catch. But he can actually do it. Like, he's got the talent that everybody wanted to see Jeff Janis put on the field but never did. Uh, so it's great. It, it is great to have uh, have these the two of these three rookies playing as well as they are. All right, let's let's talk a little bit run, a little bit of running back because this is oh this God. has been a topic that everybody's talked about. People are frustrated with. There's a lot of talent in that backfield. Jamal Williams is a really good running back. Ty Montgomery is a really good weapon. I'm going to say weapon, not running back. He is an overall yes, player, utility knife, a utility knife. The guy is is fantastic as that. And then you got Aaron Jones. He's the best running back on the team. He's averaging, I think, over six yards a carry. He ended last season with over five yards a carry, with the most uh, yards per carry on the team. And then he comes in this season, and he's still carrying that stat along. And Mike McCarthy likes to keep him on the bench. I don't understand it. We've got – they keep saying they have a plethora of running backs. We like our three guys, but yet they will never get two, at least two of them on the field together. You can easily have two backs, two in the back, just like the Rams do all the time, and other teams, the Saints do it as well. 
just need to get both of their talents on the field. And I'm surprised they also haven't brought McCartney. Montgomery out there more. Montgomery, yeah. Okay, so I, I think with that group of backs, we've, we've talked about this. I said it last week on the pregame show. It's something I'd really like to see, and you'd like to see it as well. I want to see all three of those guys on the field at the same time. Yeah. Because you could do it. You could do it easily. You can both – like, Williams is a great power back. I don't think you should ever split him out wide. Right. But Montgomery – and Jones. and Jones can do that. Both. And so you can run almost anything in the play. You can split Williams out wide. You don't have to. You can. So literally with those three on the field, you can run anything in the playbook. But um, with Jones, even Rodgers last year said he had the best hands on the team, period. Yeah. That's over Nelson. <laughs> over Jordy I, Nelson. Aaron Jones is, is great. And, and the Packers, Mike McCarthy came out and he said something about uh, running back is more than just running the football. And that's – you know, that was his excuse for not using Aaron Jones more. But the BS part about that was in the second half, they, they only pass blocked with a running back like three times. Three times. Three right? times. The entire so half. a very small number. Like, what, what the hell are you even what talking you about? That's such a bullcrap excuse. Uh, I think McCarthy knows he should be using him more. We all know he should be using him more. And hopefully we get to see that tonight. So going to the chat, Avery says he needs 7.9 points from the Packers defense. <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'll tell you what. Um, if the Packers' defense is going to get you 7.9 points, tonight's the night because the San Francisco 49ers, as I said before, they suck. They are terrible. So it's a good night for it, I guess, if you're going to depend on the Packers to do anything. Actually, you know what? The Packers' defense has been pretty good this year. I've used them in fantasy a few times. This is a good team to have them against. So, so good for you. Uh, will the, will the op- Mike, Mike Sword asked, will the offense finally get it going? Uh. It depends if we. You sound uncertain. Uncertain for sure. <laughs> if if they play like they did against the Bears in the second half, which I'll go back to that game because that was their most solid offensive output was that half of football. I think they can do something, but yeah. it just depends on the stubbornness of McCarthy and Rodgers if they're going to get on the same page and how they want to run things. But I'd like to see some screens and some wide receiver screens with yeah. EQ and MBS. Yeah. yeah, let those guys use their speed. Let them, you know, like. Uh, TM Inter says on the chat, Equinemia St. Brown runs just as fast as MVS. Well, pretty close. It's pretty, it is very, very close. Uh, he hopes he can return kickoffs too. I agree. But those two guys bring a lot of speed to the table. So teams can, can try to stop MVS with the speed, but Equinemius is right there. Like he's right there. So this, there's a ton of speed between those two guys. And then, and then you have to deal, deal with Devontae Adams. Uh, Devontae Adams is like a footwork god. He just <laughs> will make you look like a fool with his footwork. He's, he runs beautiful routes. The guy can make anybody miss at any point. Uh, the, the Packers, go, look, going into the future, like look, just kind of forecasting things, it, it looks pretty darn nice for this wide receiver group. I like where things are going. I, I'm pretty happy where it's, where it's at. And I'm glad Allison doesn't have to play because, you know what, Allison's pretty damn good. I know. I can't I, wait to have him back. I can't wait to have him back. I think he's one of the most underrated players on the team. But the fact that you get these rookies a little comfortable and you can play, when you, when you bring Allison back, you can have them on the field together. That sounds great. And Randall Cobb, believe it or not, fans don't always agree with this, Randall Cobb is really important to this team because there's something about having the ability to like know what to do with your quarterback when there's a broken play. And Randall Cobb has that. Right now I would say there's two receivers on the team that, that know what to do <laughs> when, the, when the play is broken. It's Devontae Adams yeah. and it's Randall Cobb. And the other guys are learning. They need yeah, to learn it, They right? kind of all go to the same area of the field. <laughs> so it's, it's like the, there's, there's 
in those plays, in those moments when the play breaks and they, and they need to come back towards the quarterback, Randall Cobb is one of the best to do it. And that's where he makes his biggest plays. It's on a broken play. Randall Cobb somehow is open over the middle, and then he goes like 75 yards for a touchdown because he's Randall Cobb. I don't, Chicago knows that um, all too well. So Randall Cobb isn't one of those receivers who's night in, night out going to light it up. But he is a guy who once in a while is going to light it up. He's still pretty want, consistent, yeah, though. Yeah, you, you want like him it. around. He had that one bad game. Hopefully that's the same way like Crosby has. Yeah. So – I, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see the offense. Uh, the, some of the stuff that happened last week was really positive. The one thing they, they need to nail down today, they need to show they can do it, that when they get in the red zone, they need to finish it off. They need to finish it off. And last week, that was the thing that came to bite them. Mason Crosby missing all those kicks only happened because the Packers offense couldn't put it in the end zone. Do they change that tonight? Do we see the Packers offense put it in the end zone? I hope so, and hopefully they'll do a little bit more rub routes. We saw that one they did with MVS while they're coming yeah. back, and wide open, no one within 10 yards of them because right. it was so well done. Yep. Hopefully they can do that with Graham, put Graham in the slot and run him out that way, or or just throw it up to Graham where he can catch it, where it's right. within his six right. foot eight. Like what is his wingspan? Like right. Ten feet. Huge, so. just huge. And and Rogers is still overthrowing him, and that all that all comes down to footwork. We talked about that on the Wednesday practice. show. It comes down to practice. You know, you know the uh, the relationship between the two. They need to build that. And if Rogers isn't practicing, that's not going to happen. And not only that. Uh, uh, Graham's not practicing either. You know, he's got that, that knee injury he's been dealing with. So Which no one talks about but at all. Nobody's talking about. Like Randy Moss talked about this on the pregame show for, for ESPN and completely avoided the fact that <laughs> Jimmy Graham is hurt. He he's was like, one-legged. oh, Jimmy Graham takes practices off because he's a veteran. No, <laughs> Randy Moss. That's, your information is incorrect, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's lacking real information. A Viking Jim- said something incorrect? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Weird. Yeah, Weird. Uh, Randy Moss, I hate you. Anyway, so. <laughs> So, so Jimmy Graham, do you, do you think Jimmy Graham finally has his night? I think so. I think they're going to put him up and just throw a couple deep routes to him. Yeah, I think he's going to have, have some opportunities. He and has to. A big part of it is Aaron Rodgers' technique has been off. So his footwork is bad, and that could be part of it is the knee injury. I just, I just um, don't understand why we'll have a jumbo set roll out and have Graham be wide open. Now, they did actually. This happened last week. They ran a set last week with four tight ends and scored a touchdown off of it. Weird. Yes, that happened. Robert Tanya so had a fantastic. snap last that week. That makes me so yes, happy. Yes, that was it. Was beautiful. That was the uh, Lance Kendricks touchdown. It was a four tight end set. That'll fix your heart since it you was, don't have a fullback. <laughs> that's your. Yeah. That's the closest you'll right, get exactly. to a fullback. Right, exactly. Since set. the fullback is gone, I have something I can be excited about. <laughs> uh, four tight end set. That is Robert that is Tanya. Beautiful. Yeah, Robert Tanya is on the. You know, when Tanya steps on the field, good things happen. It, it's um, he's that, better I mean, than Jeff Janis. He stepped out. That's true. He stepped on the field and they scored a touchdown. So it was all Robert Tanya, even though Lance Kendricks is the one that scored. I'm still he getting, caught the ball, Lance. Kendricks caught the ball. Uh, B BPW Hallelujah. I don't know how to say your name, buddy. Packers suck. You know what? You're in the wrong chat. Uh, I don't know what, what you're a fan of, but you're not in the right place. You should uh, go so, elsewhere. Yes. Uh, back, Packers about to take that fat L. Uh, how? Thanks, unknown person. <laughs> yeah. You make uh, a good argument. Right. You make a great argument. <laughs> All right, L- LOL, you guys suck. Hey, they hate us, so that's really good. Thanks. Welcome to the YouTube yeah. chat. You know what? I think 49ers fans just <laughs> thanks, showed up. Thanks, Spicy Shots. So uh, very soon, somebody's going to die because that's the skill of a 49ers fan. They they get angry and kill somebody because that's how they can't uh, – <laughs> that's how they handle things when it's not going very well. They just murder people. Uh, okay, that's not nice to say, but it did happen. Okay, let's hey, move Hey, Dabbing on. Dad is sta- standing up for us. Thank you. Just thank, did a yeah. dab for you. Thank, thank you, Dabbing Dad. We really, we really appreciate it. And that, like, <laughs> weird gummy-looking smiley face, that's great. 
All right, so the Packers, uh, the Packers offensively, I think tonight they are going to finally put it together. It's the thing that everybody's waiting for, and, and the 49ers are, are a great team to go against when you're struggling. It's a good get-right game. Thank goodness for Jimmy G not stepping out of bounds. Yep, yep. So uh, poor 49ers fans dealing with the loss of Jimmy Garoppolo this season. I, I feel bad for you, but I don't. The Packers are about to whoop your, <laughs> whoop your butt. So, all right, let's move on. Let's move on to some special teams. Special teams. This to send the Packers into the NFC Championship game. It is good. The Packers are moving on. And Mason Crosby, a hero for Green Bay. Mason Crosby, a hero for Green Bay. That wasn't from last week, that's for sure. Uh, Mason Crosby missing five total kicks last week. Um, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's so terrible. Do you think that gets corrected? I think so. I think he bounces back. He's a veteran. He's been doing it. I don't know what happened. He changed his shoe, changed everything. Wasn't blaming the snapper. He just had a the worst night of his right. career. Rogers blamed the snapper and, and the snapper, the holder. He blamed that hole. He he threw that in there and uh, and did it for Crosby because uh, Crosby couldn't couldn't bring himself to 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 say. It's not just me. And, and it might not just be Crosby, but do you think tonight Mason Crosby gets a chance to correct that, and does he do it? Yeah, without a doubt. Right, he gets the a chance. The Packers are going to miss some red zone opportunities. Right, So because that's been their habit. That's their... Uh, just just want to throw this out there. These people in the chat who have been messing with us, BPW, Spicy Shots, they're just messing around. So they're just goofing around. I don't know why you would come in and say the Packers suck. You know what? If you're a true Packers fan, you need to go um, – I don't know. Say some Hail Marys or something. I don't. You have to fix this. You broke it. It's your fault. You have to go to confession um, and uh, make right what you've wronged. All right. Packers defense. Defensively, the Packers have been pretty darn good this year. Um, I, I mean, for half of games, I'm, I'm hoping they come out and start this game the way that they've been ending games because the defense has shown up and made it possible for the offense to stay in games. And it's been the offense that's been falling apart, which is such a different trend from what we're used to. You know, we're used to the offense carrying everything, and now the defense is actually playing well enough to keep the offense in it. Are they going to start the game off right? Are they going to Are they going to start this game off right and actually play defense the way they've been playing in the second half of every game? If we get a three and out first one, I think yes. If not, I think they go down. They kick a field goal to start the game. The so Niners. So. Just to throw these stats out there, passing yards, the defense is fourth in the NFL in passing yards. Fourth. That's in, insane. In, in uh, rushing yards allowed, the defense is sixth. Uh, at least that's what I have here. I need to double-check that stat because I don't like it because it <laughs> can't possibly be true after all the garbage we've watched for over the last few years. So we'll double-check that. Uh, so the defense... It's actually played pretty well, usually starting in the second half, and I'm hoping that they come out and they, and they get things right. They've been able to create some pass rush, and the 49ers have struggled against, against a pass rush. They've struggled to keep their quarterbacks upright, and especially since Beathard's got in there, and Beathard obviously, C.J. Beathard has thrown some interceptions. He's had some struggles because, well, he's just not that good. So I am hoping, I am hoping that tonight they get to the quarterback and they do it often. I think that pressure scheme that the Packers have going on on defense is going to be big today, and they're actually going to make a big impact on defense. Let's say, let's say the Packers get mm, three sacks tonight. How many of them? How many of them come from outside linebackers? 
I'm going to guess like one because this pressure scheme, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk. I talk a lot, so I'll let you no, talk. You keep talking. This pressure scheme brings pressure from so many places that we just don't actually know. The outside linebackers, they aren't the real impact as passers. No, you're, getting, you're seeing a lot of slot blitzes, and that's right. where uh, Jackson, Josh Jackson's been great at that. Yes. Same with Alexander. Yep. Uh, even uh, Whitehead. Whitehead, Whitehead has, has had some success. Uh, Tony Brown tonight. Maybe, maybe we'll I'm see. I'm excited to watch You him. know what? Tony Brown kind of looks like a physical freak, and the Packers obviously like him. And we don't know much about him. He had that nice play last week and then had that, the stupid uh, penalty. But I, uh, the penalty was touchy. Was I don't touchy. know about that penalty. Name a sport where if you stare at someone, they call a penalty. That's uh, weak. The NFL. That is the Jeez. only place where that happens. <laughs> you looked at him wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think I think tonight the Packers are going to bring the pressure. I think they are going to get to Bethard. We do have some over-unders so we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to talk about this stuff. Um uh, how, how many times we think they'll get there. But the things that I'm excited about this Packers defense for this Packers defense tonight is the 49ers, they, they're, they're missing some key pieces on offense. Uh, they, they lost Jarek McKinnon before the season started. Uh, they don't have Matt Bereda. I think I'm saying his name right, the running back that stepped up. So tonight they're going to be going with Alfred Morris. I don't think they have uh, George Kittle tonight. They don't have Pierre Garçon. So the defense tonight almost gets a little break just because the 49ers are so banged up that they're, they're, they're piecing it together with some duct tape tonight. Yeah, it's a, it's a little rough out there, especially when your starting quarterback's gone, your starting running back, that's going to be rough. And their offensive line is pretty hurt right now too. That's right, yeah. Staley was on the, mm-hmm. the injury list. Right. So they, they, they are the, the 49ers uh, injury list looks like the Packers injury list from – 2010. Now they're not going to come back and win a Super Bowl, but uh, it looks pretty bad. It, it's a, it looks like a junkyard of football players. It's it's a big mess for the 49ers. So the Packers tonight, you know, even though they're missing some guys, it's something that they can they can they can work through. It's something they can work through because the 49ers are more banged up than the Packers are. And by uh, a lot. I looked up the the rushing stats. Uh, Green Bay is number four pass overall pass yeah. defense and number 16th in running. 16th. Okay, so I typed it wrong. Yeah, yeah, you missed the one. Yeah, uh, but only 105 yards still. So I knew that really wasn't right. I was bad. like sixth. That doesn't sound quite right. No, but 16th, 105 though, yards right. per game isn't terrible. It's not terrible. It's not, it's not terrible. The best, but uh, so. Let's see. I'm I'm trying to read the read some of these comments, but um, okay. So defensively, it's looking up for the Packers because the 49ers are a little bit banged up. I'm hoping to see some of these rookies get get a chance at some picks. I'm really bummed Jair Alexander's not playing in this game tonight. But here's an important question. Speaking of guys who are young and haven't really played a whole lot, Josh Jones. Do we see Josh Jones play tonight? I think so. I think McCarthy finally gives in. Like you were saying earlier, uh, his whining may have finally gotten to McCarthy and get him on the field. Right. <laughs> 49ers fans in the chat. Come on, 49ers. Al jumps in. What's the matter with 49ers fans? No one cares enough to do shows for your own teams? <laughs> no. Nobody cares enough about the 49ers. That's the problem. You guys need to go make your own shows. You need to go make your own shows. Jair is really bad anyways from unknown person. Unknown person, um, man. You were just... Um, unknown person doesn't know football. Surprise. Uh, oh, look. Beretta and Kittle are both active, oh, wow. but they are banged up. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. That's a little boost for their offense. But really what it all comes down to is C.J. Beathard is still the quarterback. And we were talking about it before the show. <laughs> we can mash all the names of bad quarterbacks in the NFL together, and it's the 49ers quarterback. It's C.J. Beathard, Simeon's uh, Peterman. Old Carr. Uh, right. Da- uh, David, <laughs> David Carr, Carr. All of that mashed together. And that is the 49ers quarterback tonight. So I'm not real concerned about this game. I'm not real concerned about the 49ers quarterback. I'm not real concerned about their offense. All right. 
Let's talk a little bit of over-under. Let's talk a little bit about what this game should break down to, some numbers. And let's see, let's see what you think of this Green Bay Packer team going forward tonight. All right. So we'll start on offense. Passing yards for Aaron Rodgers. He's averaging 314.4, so almost 314.5 per game. The 49ers are giving up 348.4 passing <laughs> yards per game. Over under, Aaron Rodgers goes for 320 yards through the air. Now, remember, the reason that I said it at 320, remember, last week he had like 4 billion yards in that football game. It was like 420 yards or something. So that gave a little boost to his average So I'm going to go under and say the Packers run the ball with Aaron Jones. Mm, Okay, okay. And Rodgers has to throw left. So you're saying the Packers get up early and they don't have to throw the ball, and so they're running the ball throughout the game. That's pretty much it. That's what I'm going with. So you're going under. I'm I'm hoping. That's more of a hope. I'm going to go over. I think they light it up. I think there's some frustration with this Green Bay Packer team, and I think they're going to let it loose on a team that they can actually let it loose on. And the 49ers team is it. So I think they're going to let it loose tonight. All right, rushing attempts for Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones had six rushing attempts in week three, 11 in week four, and seven in week five. Over under, Aaron Jones gets 10 carries tonight. I'm going to go with over. I think, again, they're going to return, keep the ball on the ground and run hard with Aaron Jones and hopefully not split it as much with with Montgomery and Williams. and Williams. Yeah. No, totally. I agree. It's time for Aaron Jones to get on the field. And if you don't have to depend on him as a pass rusher and you're just going to grind it out, you need to get Aaron Jones on the field. If the goal is to get into that offense where you're just trying to grind out the game and eat up clock, Aaron Jones needs to be the guy on the field. Like That's not even a question. That's the guy you need on the field. All right. Yards for rookies. Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Equinemius State Brown had a total of 157 yards in Detroit. This week with Geronimo Allison and Randall Cobb out again, those guys are going to have an opportunity to play a lot a lot of snaps. I think Valdez Scaling had – he was darn near 100% of the offensive snaps, and I think uh, yeah, EQ was at like, like 60. Like yeah. they both had a lot of snaps, a lot of snaps. So over under, these two rookies as a pair go for 160 yards. I'm going to go over because Sherman, I think, is going to be on Adam Adams. all night. And so Rodgers is going to lean on some of the other guys. And Graham. I, right, and Jimmy Graham. Yep, I think that's a fair, a fair way to look at it. I'm going to go over as well. I think that they take that opportunity. They built that trust with Aaron Rodgers from last week, and they go this week, and they build on it even more. I'm going to say they go over that 160 as well. All right, yards and touchdowns for Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham is averaging 49 yards per game. Over under, 55 yards. Over. 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 I think you're going to have to go down and attack their safeties. They're injured and they don't have right now. So go keep going over the middle with Graham, have him run those seam routes. Yeah. I think that's what you've got to do with him. This uh, Pusha T in the chat apparently <laughs> is a Bears fan. I think he's a Bears fan. He said, who's your second favorite team? Whoever's playing the Packers. All right. Well, Bears fans don't have anything to do tonight, so they're sitting on a Packers chat. Uh, also wishing that you were a Packers fan because Didn't they lose the to the Dolphins? Uh, you lost to the Dolphins. And with, with also, who was their quarterback? You know, Brock, Brock Osweiler. Osweiler. Uh, you could throw his name in with C.J. Beathard and all those other terrible names we mentioned. Uh, congratulations. He's a tall version of C.J. Beathard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 49ers. Uh, 49ers sack numbers. San Francisco is averaging 1.8 <laughs> sacks per game, almost two sacks a game. That's it. The Packers are giving up 3.6, just over three and a half sacks a game. Over under, 
Sacks given up to the 49ers, two and a half. I'm going to go under. I'm going to be super optimistic. Hopefully Rodgers gets the ball out fast and quick, a lot of screens, and uses his check down routes. All right. All right. I like it. And if they're running the ball a lot, a lot less opportunities to get to the quarterback, I do think they'll run the ball a lot because I think they're going to get up early tonight. All right, Mason Crosby, are some special teams. One special teams over-under. <laughs> Mason Crosby. Missed <laughs> kicks over-under. Two. Under. Under. He's not going to miss anything. You don't think unless, he's going to miss anything? Unless McCarthy brings him out there for like a 63-yarder at halftime that the 49ers somehow return for a touchdown. Bears still lead the division. Congratulations. <laughs> That's going to last for like two seconds. Uh, also, remember when the Green Bay Packers went down to Chicago in 2010 also, wait, before that, they got into the playoffs. Chicago had an opportunity to keep them out, get into the playoffs, go to the NFC Championship in 2010 in Chicago, kill the Bears, go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Remember that? Remember that. And my watch even says it's 5-0-4 and the Bears still suck. His watch does say the Bears still suck, so that's great. All right, defense, interceptions. The Packers are averaging less than one interception a game. It's .8, so not great. The 49ers are giving up almost one and a half interceptions per game. Over under one. Over. The Packers get one. Over. You've got CJ. CJ Beth. What's his name? <laughs> Beth Turd. CJ Beth Turd. Beth and Ohm. <laughs> All right. So the Packers are gonna are gonna feast on CJ Beathard's terrible football uh, abilities, and they're gonna they're gonna pick him off more than one time. I agree. I, you know, I think I'm gonna. I think they'll go. They'll get two. The I think only thing get that scares two. me is we have a like a knack for like revitalizing washed up running backs' careers. Right. And I'm just afraid that Morris is just gonna. Alfred Run Morris right is going to have, yeah, going to have a day. Uh, right. So, sacks. 49ers giving up. Wait a minute. 49ers are giving up three and a half, almost just over three and a half. So, 3.6. The 49ers are giving up 3.6 sacks per game. Packers are averaging 3.2. This has to be over. Uh, over under is four. The over under, I said it as I'm gonna go four. four. I'm going to go gonna over. Go four? It's going to be over. Yeah, they're going to have a big day. Big day getting to the quarterback. Four. Plus, because. The 49ers are going to spend the day trying to keep in this game. And They're going to throw the ball a lot. And this is the, uh, Mike uh, Pettin's defense. This is the way, what he thrives against. Is right. inexperienced quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. Beathard totally is going to get confused tonight. We're going to see C.J. Beathard get a little lost, a little confused against Mike Pettin's defense. That's what the defense is designed to do. And he's going to. It's going to be a big struggle for Beathard. All right. Rushing yards allowed. The 49ers are averaging 136.2 rushing yards per game, sixth in the NFL. The Packers are allowing 105 per game. That's 16th. I did write it correctly. I just read it wrong. 16th in the NFL. Over under, the Packers allow 115 yards. Under. I think they hold them below 100. You think they to- hold them uh, down? O- you know, and they, I think that still comes back to. Behind, that still comes back to they're going to be throwing the ball a lot tonight. They're going to be trying to keep up. All right, passing yards, yards allowed. The Packers are averaging 208.8 yards per game, fourth in the NFL against the pass. The 49ers are averaging 241.8 yards per game. That's 21st in the NFL. Over under, the 49ers get 220 yards. This one can go either way. Right. Because they're going to throw the ball a lot. Yeah, they're going to throw the ball a lot. But is this where we play soft defense and let them go in between the the 40s or the 20s a lot? I'm I'm going to go with uh, let's, let's go under. You're going to go under. I, okay. I think it's going to be uh, like a Buffalo Bills situation. I, a Josh I'm, Allen. I'm going to stick with you, and I'm, I'm going to go under. And I think the reason I think the reason that it's under is that he is going to struggle against Mike Patton's defense. There is going to be a lot of confusion. I think he is going to throw some picks tonight. He is going to get hit a lot tonight. I don't think their offense is going to move the ball a ton. I think there's going to be some struggles for, for C.J. Beathard tonight. All right. 
Penalties. Last over-under question, penalties. The Packers are averaging 8.6 penalties per game. McCarthy said they would clean that up this week. Now, 8.6 penalties going into this week was the most per team. They were the highest in the league. Now, after last night's games, I think they're like sixth. So after tonight, we'll see how it goes. So 8.6. McCarthy said they'd clean it up this week. I don't ever trust Mike McCarthy when he <laughs> says we're going to clean that up because, well, he says it a lot. So over under seven penalties tonight for the Green I'm Bay I'm going to go under, but like six. Six. I, I think with the young DBs, they're going to get some penalties for some holding and whatnot. And then I think might get a little bit of offensive holding out there with, with Beluga if he's, if he's still hurt. Bulaga, Bulaga, yeah. So if Brian Bulaga's fine, that that I'm, I'm glad Bulaga's playing. But if he goes out, crap gets real scary real <laughs> yeah, fast. That's, that's Byron ba- Byron Bell will have to play tackle. Justin McRae will have to come in and play guard. And Aaron Rodgers will have to run out, run around to save his life. They will have to use Lewis. Uh, they're going to have to bring in Mercedes Lewis to help just block. The they're left just going the to ha- game right over and over. Right, exactly. All right, Packers fans, that is pretty much the show. Let's get our predictions in here. Let's get a, a little prediction in here. Are you ready for that? Did I just surprise you? You, you need a prediction. Just surprise me. So I, okay, I'll give my prediction first just because I surprised you. I think the Packers win tonight, and I think they win big. They're going to have to, for me to be satisfied with a win tonight, they're going to have to win by three scores. It's going to have to be a big, fat win. And so I'm not even going to get a score, give you a score because here's what I think. As long as it's three scores or more higher, I'm happy. That's what it needs to be that's for a cop me. Out. It is a cop that out, but that's what out. I want. That's all I want. I don't care about numbers. I don't care what they look like. You need. I don't care if you score three touchdowns and they score zero. You need to beat the 49ers by three scores. All right. Well, I'm going to go with 28-10. Great. 28-10. <laughs> I like it. 28-10 Packers win. All right. So we both got the Packers winning tonight. We got some. We have some some real toolboxes out in the in the YouTube chat. I don't know what the heck's going on. Like somebody let a Bears fan in. There's there's this other guy saying things that makes no sense. All right. Well, Packer fans, it's just about time for, for, uh, for the Packer game. They're going to kick off here against the 49ers. I think, I think they roll. I think it's going to be a fun night. Get ready to enjoy yourselves. Everybody at the, uh, at the watershed, make sure you grab a drink, grab some food. Don't miss out on the good stuff we have here. If you are in Arizona and you're not at the watershed in Tempe, you are missing out. Come on down to the watershed and join us. Come say hi. Packers fans on the Cheesehead TV chat, you can follow us. Actually, anybody here, you can follow us on Twitter at CHTV Live. You can make sure you subscribe to Cheesehead TV's YouTube page. Go to CheeseheadTV.com. Check out all the writing that they have going on there. And if you're looking for a place to hang out during the game, you can hang out at CheeseheadTV.com. There is a game day chat going on. Packers fans will be talking about the game as it goes along. So jump on over there. You can continue your chat. You can enjoy some, some talk with Packers fan. Thomas, it was great to have you. Thank you. Thanks for jumping fun. in. It's pretty nerve-wracking, especially like since I, I've been like following Aaron Nagler and yeah. Cheesehead TV since I was like 20, like 12 <laughs> years ago. Uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to the party. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. Jason will be back next week. We, Jason, we miss you. Enjoy the game. Enjoy Lambo. Yeah, enjoy, Lambo. enjoy your time. Drink a drink a, a spotted cow and eat a bunch of brats and cheese, and, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Cheesehead TV Live. Check out CheeseheadTV.com for more great Packers content.